0: Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in.
1: Welcome to the wrap party, where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Danielle here with Pastor Ray, who just wrapped up our series, Entrusted, based off the parable of the talents in Matthew 25. God has entrusted us with things we are to manage for his kingdom and his glory. Today, you talked about being entrusted with talents. Why don't you remind us a little bit about your message?
0: Hi, everybody. So today I talked about being entrusted with talents and I'm wrapping up the series that we're in. Um, And I really wanted to get kind of to the root of what it means. We're kind of doing a play on words for talents here and... Mm -hmm we're looking at natural abilities and spiritual gifts. And so God has entrusted us with natural abilities, how he created us, things that we're good at, but also he he deposits spiritual gifts that we are to be entrusted with and to use for his glory. And so I really focused in on scripture this morning, looking at 1 Corinthians 12, Romans chapter 12, And Ephesians chapter four, where we see spiritual gifts listed out and really the purpose of them. And the purpose of spiritual gifts is primarily for the edification of the church. Us all one body, many members, but one body working together to um, just encourage each other, support each other, lift each other up.
1: Right. Yeah. I really um, enjoyed uh, one thing that you pointed out. Uh, that God's supply is always greater than our need. And um, that uh, that really uh, points me to this first uh, question here. Um, uh, we've been kind of using this format, this uh, message series, the human problem, the um, divine solution, and the human response. So the human problem uh, across the board really being fear. Mm -hmm. Um, But you really took it a a little bit deeper, um, that uh, fear of timidity. Uh, Could you kind of touch a little bit more on that?
0: Yeah. And so uh, that idea that God's supply is greater than the need, um, it came from Pastor Roger opening up this series when he was talking about the economy of God. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't mine. It was uh, Pastor Roger's, but... Just one of the things, um, being able to close out the series, I was able to kind of meditate on the different pastors' messages. And so that's what really stood out to me from that. And, it, and it's so true that our giftings, um, they come from the Lord. And He gives us not just gifts for ourselves, but enough that we can share with others. But this idea of fear, especially fear leading to timidity, um, the wicked servant in the parable of the talents he buried his talents. He, he didn't have trust for the master because he didn't have right relationship and he didn't have a right view of, of God's character. And so sometimes, even if we have a right relationship with God, we may still fall into this trap of fear and become timid with what we've been entrusted with and hide it away. Um, but we shouldn't be like that because the divine solution then is we haven't been given a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of self-control. And so instead of operating out of fear, we should operate out of faith, faith that God entrusts us with these gifts for us to use, but also faith that God will provide the power to do it and the means to do it. What I mean by that is that he will set us up with opportunities to use these gifts. Right.
1: Yeah, I know. I've seen that in my own life, um, that, you know, fear keeping me from moving forward in something that I feel like God has called me to. And it, and it is, it's that um, timidity. And uh, you pointed out two fears that uh, we can commonly run into, um, that being the fears of running out or running dry, like burnout, mm-hmm. um, or just not having the resources and Uh, things like that. Um, Also, you uh, talked about the fear of um, just getting it wrong. And uh, which one of those would you say you probably have most often uh, identified with in your life?
0: Uh, It's hard to really pinpoint like one or the other that that's sort of the the most struggle. Um, I think sometimes fear of um, messing up is huge. And, uh, as a pastor, I believe that I'm, I'm called not just, um, to use my gifts well, but really I have this, um, position of authority that God set me up in. Mm -hmm. And so I have responsibility to, um, manage his word and deliver truth to his people. And what, I mean, what a difficult task that is. So, um, I would, I would just hate to mess that up. And Mm -hmm. even for smaller things like caring for our kids or, um, sharing the gospel with others, like what if, what if I don't know enough about the gospel message to say it correctly to somebody, like, am I going to be the, the point that ruins it for somebody? But I just want to encourage somebody that's listening, especially for sharing the gospel, like it's the Holy spirit that convicts of sin and the and of God. And so our, our responsibility is to share the gospel, but the Holy spirit works in the hearts of people, um, to make that life change and have them believe in Jesus. And so the weight's not on our shoulders all the time. Uh, but then the other thing, fear of running out or running dry, um, you know, life is just busy, and sometimes we get stressed out, and it seems like there's no end in sight. Maybe, and, but um, really, we need to we need to start operating instead of this lack mindset, like there's yeah. not enough, um, for one, where there's plenty, because God really does supply over and above what we need, and then He really entrusts us with it and expects us to multiply it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen that uh, just in our marriage um with finances I've seen God do that when we're faithful with our finances I've seen him come through in in really amazing ways and um I actually was thinking when you were uh preaching how cool it is that um God gave gave you the you know the gifts of you know teaching and things like that um but it was super out of your comfort zone at first. Mm -hmm. And um, so I remember back, it made me start thinking of Stephen Goulet Mm -hmm. and uh, Craig Reiners and how they poured into you and really encouraged you to step out in those gifts. Even though at that time years ago, you really weren't confident in it. You weren't even a hundred percent sure, you know, is God actually calling me here, but you stepped out and they encouraged you and walked alongside you. And um, you know, it makes me think, you know, God, trusted you with little. You did well with that. You were faithful with it and multiplied it. And now he has entrusted you with the um, mantle of pastor, mm-hmm. which is just kind of a cool, like, you know, linear way to be able to see in our own lives how God's done that. And, you know, for you personally, just where you were called. Okay. You stepped out super uncomfortable. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I remember Like, I remember you practicing those first you know, classes that you taught and stuff. And yeah, like it, it wasn't easy for you or comfortable, but you just kept going. And, uh, and I think that that's so important is to just take that next step. And if yeah. it's scary, that's okay. You can do it afraid with God.
0: Yeah, um, just step out. I, uh, I do want to step I, out. Yeah. I do want to ask you though. Um, which of those fears do you think kind of rings most true for you?
1: Oh, a hundred percent would be the fear of getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, for those who don't know, we are married, so <laughs> <laughs> so you've known me a bit. Um, we've been married for thirteen years, and um, I've I grew up the majority of my life a super super people pleaser mm. and um, so the idea of to me it's not necessarily messing up so much as letting someone down right yeah and so but I think that falls into that same vein And so for me, the idea that I could let someone down is really really hard for me yeah And so in this season where you know uh, with my health struggles and things like that, where I've had to say no or I've had to go, Oh, but I thought I was supposed to be there and do this thing, um, and I've had to say no. Uh, even in that, I've seen God mm-hmm. show up and right. make these intimate divine appointments, uh, and allowed other people to serve me and and things like that yeah. too, which has been a blessing and mm-hmm. super hard <laughs> to yeah. receive. You know, yeah, this sometimes. was so cool.
0: You know, God God gives us these gifts, but it's His power. You know, it's yeah. it's Him working through us, and even if you know, we're in a, a season where we kind of slow down our, our mm-hmm. tempo of doing, 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 um, even in those seasons, you still have gifts that yeah. God is entrusting to you. And I just know that you're such an encourager, you know, so I, I know that's a gift that you have where God just uses you to, to build others up and, and to help them through problems that they're facing. And so, um, you know, it, it's just neat to see you operate in that so often.
1: Yeah, well, thank God I can do that even on days where I'm stuck in bed. Right. <laughs> so I'm grateful for that. Um, yeah, and it, and it was actually um, really cool. So you said three ways to use my talents. And what's cool is you don't even have to know exactly what your gifts and talents are yet right. um, before you do these things. Uh, number one is share the gospel. Mm-hmm. If you've been saved, then you have something to share. Um, there was an intersection where you were lost. Jesus came in and now you're found. And so it can be as simple as saying, you know, I think about the, the quote from the show, The Chosen, um, which I recommend to anyone. Um, Mary Magdalene uh, is talking to Nicodemus and she says, all I can say is that I was one way and now I am completely different. And the thing that, uh, that happened in between was him talking about Jesus. And it's like, it can be as simple as that is like, this is, this was my life before here's where I met Jesus. Mm -hmm. And this is my life now. And so yeah, it's really neat. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, that's yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that when I was preparing for the message, this idea that you can do these steps even without knowing what your gifts are. But, uh, pastor Taylor said, something interesting during transition when he was talking about holiness. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't have to say anything. It's just living a life <clears throat> right. set apart for God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the, um, that's us sharing the gospel, you know, just, just showing Christ likeness and how we live. And, and that's really attractive to people. And then it yeah. sets up opportunities where you can say the reason I'm the where the reason that I act this way is because I've been saved by Jesus and here's what right. this means.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so step one was share the gospel. Step two is just step out, yeah. like just step out, just, just try. The worst thing that can happen is you get it wrong. And the, you know, God's mercies are new every single day. So even if you're like, I think God's saying to do this and you try it like his grace is so sufficient and you know there's been times where i'm like oh i'm gonna do this thing and then it's like oh that was definitely not what Mm -hmm. i was supposed to do or maybe i was supposed to do it and mess up like i feel like we grow so much through our failed attempts that even those are you know a huge blessing in the Mm -hmm. end Um, yeah that's a
0: really good point um you know, even if our worst fear comes true, yeah. like even if we if we do it wrong or even if we run out or run dry, well, God can redeem our mess. Yeah, up. You absolutely. Know, we can learn from it. We can do better next time. And then running out, like I mentioned in my message, God gives abundantly and yeah. God's grace is sufficient. So even right. when you feel like um, you're running out, God can give. Um, God can raise you up. He can empower Mm -hmm. you. He can give you courage and energy to move forward.
1: Yeah. I think part of that is that whole scripture in John about abiding Mm -hmm. and about the vine and the branches. I love that. uh, Just the illustration of that. um, Because really, a lot of times when we do feel burnt out or when we do feel um, overwhelmed or like we're running dry, it's because we are not relying on Jesus as the source of the power for us to. Flow into other people's lives, we're really kind of working on our own well, Mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, if we're supposed to be supposed to have uh, rivers of living water flowing through us, like you were sharing that scripture, you know, if if we're supposed to do that, but we're, you know, hooking up our hose to our own personal well, yeah, it's it's gonna empty real quick. But if Mm -hmm. we're uh, staying tapped in to Jesus. Um, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have all that we need to produce the fruit, fruit that mm-hmm. he, um, has, uh, planned for us.
0: Yeah. And what's cool, um, thinking about the vine, vine and the branches. And even if we do feel like we're running out, like we go through seasons. Right. And so yeah. there's sometimes seasons where you need to rest. Yeah. And that's what the beauty of being part of the body of Christ is that right. we all have been entrusted with natural abilities and spiritual gifts to support each other. And so mm-hmm. when one of us gets weak, The others can carry them on their shoulders, you know, and then once you're restored, once you're renewed, once you have more energy, well, now then you can use your gifts for the other people in the body as Mm -hmm. maybe they need a time of rest and and drawing back. And it's it's a beautiful thing where we're all working together in unity Mm -hmm. and in love and by the power of the spirit, the talents that he's given us to really make a difference inside the church and then beyond the walls of the church as well.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, too, we kind of make it seem so big, like, you know, you hear things like exhortation and prophecy and all of these different things, and it might just seem so big and mm-hmm. so overly spiritual. But I think, you know, right now I've been in a season of rest, which is really hard for me. I'm, I am I don't necessarily like resting. Um, but then I think about... You know, being able to text Samantha and going, hey, I'm having a really hard day. I know we had planned to take the kids to the library or whatever, but I can't today. And then her texting me, hey, I dropped soup on your gate. Like, you know, that meal is covered. That's one thing you don't have to worry about today. And that, you know, that's her gift of encouragement and hospitality and just all of those things at work. But it was soup. Mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I think we, you know, guys, it can just be soup. It can just be soup. Nice. It can just be, I'm thinking about you. It can just be a, a text to a friend or calling someone, you know, is struggling. Um, you know, there's so many different ways that are just so very simple that we overcomplicate it and make it seem like we have to have a doctorate in theology and all of this, right. um, to really be effective for God. But I mean, the beauty of the church body here um, specifically at generation. And I know other churches as well as our kids serve mm-hmm. every Sunday, they get to use their gifts and their talents to, uh, for, you know, our daughter, she's, she serves uh, one service in the preschool every Sunday. Um, and she gets to help out on host team and uh, our son gets to work the computer and and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, he's more of a background kind of kiddo and loves doing that. Um, but they get to, they get to do that now. Yeah, this opportunity you know?
0: me and you didn't have when we, yeah. we were in church.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. we weren't. And so it's just this cool way of seeing that, you know, not only are we meant to serve others, but you know, our family is getting so very blessed and so mm-hmm. served uh too because um we're part and we're connected to the body, you know. So yeah, yeah so another so we we went through um, some of your main points here, uh, which I love how, um, you know, uh, let me just go through your human response here. Um, to be firm in the faith, uh, you know, you equated to turning timidity to truth. Um, fulfilling the call, you put my, uh, you uh, said to put my talents to work um, and finish well. Don't bury uh, my talents. Um I, I really do love our purpose statement here at generation firm and faith fulfill the call and finish. Well, like that's just, you know, really such a clear cut goal mm-hmm. um, and such an easy way to support each other, but you have put on here and I, I think it's kind of fun. Um, we both did it, but the gifts test.com to go on there um, and find out your spiritual gifts. So I'm sure you know what's coming next. Um, and, <laughs> Um, I'm going to ask you, uh, one, did you take the test already? Yeah, you did. I I did. did. Yeah. And then number two, what, so what spiritual gifts did you get? And how accurate do you feel, um, this, uh, test was? Cause it's, I took it. It's super simple. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a real simple test. Uh, it goes along well with a similar test that we take in growth track part two. Um, and it, what it, what it's meant to do is, sort of look at how you're wired, um, and pair it with possible spiritual gifts that God has deposited in you. So this may not be a hundred percent accurate. And like i mentioned in the mess in my message, um, sometimes God gives you a spiritual gift for a season or for a specific point in time Mm -hmm. for a specific person. And then you no longer have the gift because it's as the spirit wills that you operate in these, but there's some giftings that we have that are more ongoing in our life. And so I think when I took it, um, it gives you Mm -hmm. the top five spiritual gifts and I think it fits really well with, um, one sort of what I've seen over the years as I've taken similar gifts. Um, my top ones always stay pretty consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, and two, I like how, um, they give a little synopsis of what the gifts are and some scripture references to follow. But to answer your question, um, it says that I have the gift and it's in order one through five, the gift of teaching, the gift of prophecy, discernment, faith, and miracles. Uh, I I think it's kind of interesting that shepherd uh, pastor isn't on there, Um, but, (laughs) but um, I do know that I'm called to teaching and um, part of that, tied with prophecy is teaching the word of God to right. his people and into the world. And so it fits really well. And I, I like what you said a little bit earlier, how you said, you know, sometimes exhortation or prophecy, it seems like a huge deal. Right. Like you need, you need to go to Bible college to find out what these things are, but listen to this description of prophecy. I know a lot of times you think, oh, well, prophecy is telling the future from God's mm-hmm. point of view. Right. right? Yeah. Like, um, like
1: Jesus-y um, right, like, like, yeah, uh, God, fortune God's like. coming back, you know, on this <laughs> yeah. date
0: at this time, which oh my gosh! Uh, don't get me started on that. But so <laughs> prophecy, it says, the gift of prophecy is the divine strength or ability to communicate God's truth and heart in a way that calls people to a right relationship with God. And so mm-hmm. it's not so much about telling the future, but it, right. it's speaking truth in love to God's people. That's what right. prophecy is. And I think part of me being a pastor here at Generation Church, what really God has gifted me with is teaching the Word of God and speaking truth. So I love this gift test. It's a good reminder of what God has entrusted me with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I can look at this, I can read the scriptures um, that are linked to these gifts, and I can say, God, have you given me the gift of discernment? What does that look like in my life? How do you want me to use that? for your kingdom, and for your glory. So I really would encourage you guys listening, go to giftstest.com mm-hmm. and, and take this. It's really cool. What about you? Yeah. What, are, what are your top five? Okay,
1: so it's pretty cool because when I look at this, um, so first of all, let me just tell you mine. Mine are uh, exhortation, mercy, evangelism, faith, and intercession. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty Well, it's funny as you asked me, on. like,
0: does this sound like me? And I was like, yeah. It sounds
1: like (laughs) yeah, but what is really cool? So, so we actually had our kids. Our kids are ten and twelve. Our Nathan is about to be eleven, and he took it. And so, first of all, let me read you his exhortation: helps miracles, prophecy, discernment, and then our daughters are faith, craftsmanship, pastor, shepherd. Hospitality and discernment. First of all, as a mom, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for giving both of my kids discernment. Awesome. (laughs) But what I think is really neat is how their spiritual gifts are really kind of a blend of the two of our Mm -hmm. spiritual gifts, which is pretty neat. So I just thought that was really cool. But yeah, I mean, of
0: course, you know, as they grow, as they grow in
1: different seasons and stuff. But yeah. Like now the only hard part is, is our daughter does have the gift of hospitality <laughs> that right now yeah, in this season is yeah. not one of my when first she, when she
0: was like three, she invited a stranger at the store to her birthday oh party. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That thank guy. God she didn't know our address. At the yeah. Time. <laughs> and he about
1: jumped out of his skin. I was like, no, no, it's okay. That's my daughter. That's what she does. So, um, yeah, but yeah, no, I've, I've really enjoyed this season, um, and this series oh, because yeah. it's, it's really been so. Uh, just such a blessing, and it's made plain um, something that can seem so so complicated. Mm-hmm. You know what? What are we supposed to do? We are supposed to honor God with our time, our relationships, our resources, and, and all that He's given us. The get mm-hmm. you know, and, and what I really love is that none of it came from us, anyways. It was all gifts yeah. from Him, right. and so uh, we're really just giving back. T- To him what he gave to us Mm -hmm. um so yeah um
0: well let me close it out close it out um thank you lord i'll I'll just let me close in prayer god thank you for this opportunity to discuss with danielle and for those listening that we can um just get an idea of what you've entrusted us with help us to use our treasure, our relationships, our time, and our talents that you've given us. God, help us to use them for your kingdom and your glory. I pray a blessing over my friends and my family. God, those listening, those that will hear this message in the future, God, bring them to you, draw them close, help them have a right relationship with you where they get to understand your character, how you are love, and how you are for them, and how you have plans for them. You created them on purpose, for a purpose. And then I ask God that we would take what you've entrusted to us, and we will multiply it so that we can bring it to you, and then we can hear you say to us one day, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. Thanks, guys, for listening. We love you. That's That's a wrap. wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at GenerationPensacola or go to the website at GenerationPensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.